Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, high-performance coach. I'm just a regular guy with a very cool job, and my cool job is helping people to get out of their own way by using the power of suggestion at the level of the subconscious mind. We put a person into hypnosis and literally change their mind. It's a wonderful job, the only job I've ever liked. been doing it for almost 20 years. And I mainly work with people with anxiety, folks with insomnia. I help people do better in their lives. And if that's something you're interested in, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of today's podcast. But for now, let's get into today's show, catching up one year of the pandemic. I have two brothers. Well, that's not true. I have more than two brothers. I have six brothers and one sister. But anyway, two of my brothers are nurses. So I remember... A little over a year ago, I believe it was the 13th, it was Friday the 13th, 2020, March 13th, uh, the word was everything's going to close down, right? The word came through, kids, mm-mm, not going back to school, everything was just like, wow. So I picked up the phone, I called one of my brothers, who's a nurse, I said, hey, uh, what do you think about all of this? Is this, what's the deal here? And one of them said, oh, it's not that big a deal. You know, this is, everybody's overreacting. I was like, okay, cool. Called the other brother, and the other brother who's a nurse said, dude, this is a big deal. Pay very close attention to what's going on and watch out. And turns out he was the brother that uh, was correct about it. So that was when it all started. And uh, kids since then have been, um, with the exception of summer, have been doing school from home, wife working from home, and me uh, working from home, occasionally seeing a client or two in person. For the most part, seeing most of my clients uh, over Zoom or Skype or just over the phone. So been a pretty nutty year. And in addition to the pandemic, of course, racial unrest, right? Election, crazy politics. It just seemed for a while there that it was one thing after another. Now, as far as the pandemic and everything else seems to, things seem to be calming down a little bit. But there's still a lot of people getting sick. We still have to watch out. I'm due for my vaccination, which I will definitely get about a month here. But uh, let's take a breath. Let's look back. What do we learn? What did you learn? I'll tell you what I learned. I learned that routine is really important for me. That if I can manage to do something every day at the same time, and that's going to become a habit, and it's going to carry me. But I also learned you can learn bad habits too. <laughs> like, you know, if you do a bad, ha- bad habit every day, that can become deeply ingrained as well. But I learned that if I want to make something happen, routine is a good way for me. 
Something else I found very interesting, I wasn't really all that affected by staying home. I'm kind of a homebody myself. But past couple of months, I realized I am tired of sitting in front of this computer all day and talking to people over Zoom or Skype. And I really came to admit that, yeah, I need that human contact. I need sitting in front of people. I need looking into their eyes. That's something that I need. It wasn't really something that I thought was a real need for me. I figured, okay, no big deal. I could do this for the rest of my life, but I don't think that's true. And I think if there's anything we've learned from this pandemic, it's how incredibly important interhuman connectedness, contact relationships are. You know, people out there having little parties on Zoom. My wife was uh, having cooking parties with her cousins and other people were sharing their music. I shared some of my music uh, over uh, Facebook just to get out there and um, just to touch people, just to have that connection. So I think we all really learned that. I think we also learned that we could be healthier that we can take better care of ourselves. I certainly learned that, that we could all do more to be healthier, eat better, wash our hands, for God's sake, do that better. But I think what we also learned is that some things in our society definitely need to be fixed. You know, our healthcare system is, it's not really set up to handle a pandemic. And uh, the inequality between those at the bottom end of the financial spectrum and those at the top. We learned that inequality is huge and those at the bottom always get most affected by these kind of things. So on a socio-political level, we certainly learned those things. But there's something that we can't really put our finger on just yet. I'm going to suggest to you that uh, we are all going to be affected in ways we really can't imagine by this pandemic. And I'm not just talking socially Uh, But I think that uh, emotionally and mentally, we're going to be affected by this pandemic for for many years to come. I think one of the things, one of the ways we're going to be affected by, or one of the things that's going to affect us is the level of fear, the level of fear that we all endured. You know, going to the grocery store became a fearful thing, right? Even on my morning walks, if somebody got too close to me, you know, and they were huffing and puffing without a mask, I was like, oh, come on, what? Right? got a little nervous and and uh i'm not a fearful person i you know i mean i took the precautions i wasn't fearful but you know i certainly was worried about my folks uh, getting sick they're, they're both vaccinated now uh you know very happy about that but i think that we'd be remiss not to acknowledge that there's a built-up level of fear in all of us to some extent and we're gonna have to deal with it And these symptoms of the pandemic may not show up immediately. There's so much information on how the pandemic of 1918 affected people in American society, and the effect was profound, okay? And I think for many people, people that really suffer from anxiety, it really reinforces the uh, kind of negative feeling that any minute something bad could happen. You know, any minute the other shoe could drop. Feeling of impending doom. Talked about this in a recent podcast, you know, that feeling like any minute something bad could happen. And we're all gonna have to deal with that. 
repairing relationships, I think. Many relationships were torn, torn apart by the political divisiveness um, over the past year. That's something I think we're all going to, most of us are going to have to pay attention to as well. But I think above everything else, I think we are tasked with the responsibility of becoming better, doing better, being better, acting better, being more powerful in the face of our challenges. And if you're not already involved in your own personal self-development, when would now be a good time to do that? When would be a good time to get yourself into shape so that you don't have to worry about, quote-unquote, comorbidities? Maybe some of those you don't have much control over, but what you do have control over is becoming as healthy as you possibly can, not only physically, but emotionally and mentally. I think another thing we saw is the mental health impact that this pandemic had on people, people that were isolated, people who suffered either a loss of job or a significant lack of income, and, of course, people that lost friends and family members and coworkers. And uh, for many people who got sick, there's still a significant loss of health. I guess the point I'm trying to make is that Above all, we must care for our mental and emotional health just as much as we care for our physical health. As a hypnotherapist in private practice, working with people who are really having mental emotional challenges, many of the fixes for that or many of the, of, of the personal self-care treatments are, are pretty simple although they're not easy, but it starts with reaching out to somebody and saying, hey, you know, I need somebody to talk to, or reaching out to a therapist. And there is no shame, hopefully anymore, in reaching out to talk to somebody, a professional who can help you. Certainly getting outside, getting some exercise, watching what you eat. A while back, I did a podcast on food and mood, and what you eat has a profound impact on your health. And I don't think that medication is maybe the answer for everybody, but for some people it is. I do believe that, that some people have benefited tremendously from finding the right kind of medication to be on for anxiety or depression. And if that's something you're considering, talk to somebody about it. So as always, you know, the foundation is always about self-care, taking good care of yourself. Because if you're not good for yourself, you're no good for anybody else. And if you are good for yourself and you're healthy and you're strong and you feel good, everybody around you benefits from that. So looking back over the past year, we can see the challenges uh, with our work, the challenges with our connections with other people, the challenges in our own country, but it all begins with a person in the mirror. As Michael Jackson said, make sure that person is doing well. And then everybody else gets the benefit of that.
So there you go. Thanks so much for tuning in. That is today's podcast. And if you need some help, if you have questions, if you want to talk, I do offer a free half-hour phone consultation, answer your questions, find out if hypnotherapy is right for you. And I'll even, you know, if, you, if you're looking for a therapist or a psychiatrist, I can point you in the right direction, depending on where in the country you live. So you can go to tedmoreno.com and you can click on the contact menu to get in touch with me. If you want to reach out via social media, I'm out there. I'm sure you'll, you can find me. I'm not on TikTok yet. And tedinyourhead.com is the web web page that you want to go to to find out a little bit more about how to access my podcast. So in closing, let me leave you with a quote by Dr. Tedros Adhanaman Ghebreyesus, the WHO Director General. And in the first few months of the pandemic, he said, be safe, be smart, be kind. Thanks so much for listening. Take good care of yourself, and we will talk soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of TED In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how TED can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.